Welcome to the Mountain Panor Podcast. My name is Nick, alongside co-host Bobby LaRue. Um, we are here to talk about sustainability in the mountains, creating business, being an entrepreneur, keeping balance amongst your lifestyle and business. We're stoked to be here, stoked to be ch- chatting. Uh, today we're just doing a little intro, so yeah, let's get into it. Yeah, I'm Bobby LaRue, uh, owner, co-owner of Jump Media Collective. We produce yoga and life magazines and spoken blossom magazines do a bunch of custom publishing and a lot of other things my name is nick yunker and i am the owner of co-owner of capture the action video productions we are a local video production company where we create marketing content for a lot of local businesses nonprofits, organizations that need to get content online um I also slave away at a restaurant now. <laughs> yes, he still does. He still definitely slaves away at a restaurant. Um, but yeah, we're hoping to have a podcast uh, about the struggles, about the successes of trying to be an entrepreneur in the mountains, uh, what it looks like, why you moved here, um, talking to other business owners that have made it, and just general having a conversation. It's not necessarily about getting anywhere. The hopes are we can just unearth a couple things for one person, two people, three people, ourselves. Um, so yeah, thank you guys for joining. Yeah, well, and I, I selfishly wanted to make this and been bugging you about it because um, I, I don't, one, I want to hang out with you more. And we're talking a lot about it where it's like, we don't have time for hanging, I, I, out. hanging out. Like it's it's hard to have time to just, just to chill anymore. Um, whether, unless it's around, you know, exercising, um, our passions of skiing, snowboarding, mountain biking, everything we do outside, mm-hmm. or um, or business. So it's like this is kind of a cool way to just chill and chat, but also develop business ideas and and still progress in that realm. So um, yeah, yeah. So I think uh, me and you have met. I mean, gosh, right away when I moved to the valley. Yeah, let's we, talk about we, that. We, we both worked at the the Vale Cascade and um, Casket. I think it was my first serving job ever. I was only a bartender. And I do, I, I always say this. I, I think that <laughs> that's it, right. I think uh, <laughs> I, I fell in love with Nick right away when you you would always ask me what I did, where I came from. And I had a pretty extensive business background in Boston. I was like, what, 19? Yeah. Yeah. You were 20? fresh out of college. Maybe younger. I think 18. you were 19. Because you turned 18 21 a couple years living with me later. Uh, we yeah, can talk right. about that in future episodes. <laughs> but yeah, like you would constantly. <clears throat> You had that uh, childlike wonder about business and about what right. I did in the past. And you, you asked me one shift, like, if I was upset about being a server because of my past. Right. I was like, why are you here? Like, yeah, you said, like, you're a salesman. Like, you were doing all this and that. And I was like, well, why are you serving? Like, what are you doing here? Oh, uh, it was so funny. And I, and I loved you from that day on because you had, it was like – it. There was no qualms about asking me that, and it wasn't from a negative point. You just, right. I think you were asking for yourself, right? And and that's right away. I fell in love with you, and I, I, uh, I, I think I told you, like, dude, I get to do this. Like, I chose this. Like, I was so excited to be able to snowboard every day and work at night and kind of live like a child, coming from a very busy business background, right? From Boston, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Totally different scene. Taking the elevator to the 15th floor, you know, all that fun stuff, uh, sitting in a cubicle. Those things we aspire to do when we get a degree in college. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm glad I've never really quite done that. 
Yeah, I don't recommend it. Um, so, <laughs> I, I mean, I think that's what we're going to talk about here. I was an entrepreneur from the start. I, I, I started my first business when I was 18 years old, got rid of it when I was 22. Um, always had that aspiration of working for myself. And I think, you know, you asked about a server or a bartender. And that kind of felt like I was in control of my, my own financial destiny a little bit when I moved out here. And really what it allowed me to do is not focus on business, not think so much, and have that plateau in life to kind of figure out really where I wanted to be in business. It didn't, you know, I owned a construction company. I didn't want to be in construction the rest of my life. I had a pretty extensive payroll background. I didn't want to be in payroll the rest of my life. You know, how do I get to that entrepreneurial career that makes me want to wake up every day? It's not just about being an entrepreneur. It's the same reason we moved to the mountains, right? Like you wake up to ski, you wake up to snowboard, you wake up to bike. You want your business. Well, personally, I want my business to be something I wake up and aspire to do every day. And it supports those passions too. At the same time, same yeah. time, yeah. So I think uh, you know, really, what our hopes are, and really what we want to do is just dive deeper into that. Like, how did it start? Where do you pull back from your five different jobs to afford to live in a mountain town? How do you, right. you know, how do you justify that? Like, uh, where where can you get ahead? Where can you set yourself up to be able to do that? And that, to me, is really why I'm somewhat successful in a mountain town is because I. I did take some time off, but then I put some things in place, um, play, things that would allow me to have the space, less money, um, you know, time to focus on my businesses. But yeah, that's really the hopes, I guess. Um, I'm taking notes on this thing too. Oh, lovely. By the way, lovely. just so it makes it easier to post a yeah. description. So I think um, we just dive right into it, right, Nick? I mean, when we first met, I, I started. I tried to start an apparel company here in, in Vail. Uh, it was all off just being awesome. You know, I think like when I moved here, everything was so awesome. Wow, I forgot about Tuya. Yeah, yeah, it was just awesome. It was awesome. Tuya. Everything was awesome, right? And like one of, uh, I would say, my drinking buddies at the time, we had this thing like, turn up your awesome, you know, like get out there and just be what you can be always. And that did jive with who I wanted to be and what I preached in life, you know, but uh, – I didn't necessarily knew what it took to run an apparel company or, or the effort it took to put into it. I just wanted to say I own my own company and go snowboarding every day. <laughs> and I think that's a lot of the mountainpreneur. We start there. We like have this brilliant idea. And then we're like, sweet, I can go <laughs> snowboarding every day. Uh, and like... how quick does your business build when you're on the mountain every day? Yeah. I mean, you can attest if you're on the river every day. Are you getting stuff done for Capture the Action? Right. It's just not happening, right? It doesn't happen. So Tuya didn't make it, or maybe it is still in existence, um, but it didn't work out with me. And after that, I I got into so many different things. Uh, working for Lululemon, working for Kelly Lycan, hustling all over the place, uh, all these side jobs. Uh, and I started working with Root & Flower, a crew that split off from Kelly Lycan, and, and they're super entrepreneurial. They, they have two spaces already. They're you know probably looking at a third or fourth. Brilliant staff. They know their stuff. Um, being a bar owner really wasn't good for my health, I think. Uh, that definitely wasn't on the right track, but I think that's where I was going to go. And my wife and I were presented to own a, um, a media company out here. Uh, we bought Yoga and Life four and a half years ago, and it's just snowballed from there. But how Four to... and a half years already? Uh, yeah, four years. Good four Lord. Years. Yeah, it's, it's happening quick, man. And now we own Spoken Blossom, and we're doing books and all these things, but... That didn't happen from a couple failures or a couple uh, understandings of, of where I needed to cut back my mountain life to make my entrepreneurial life work. And, and you know, here we are 
I, I, I'm on my bike three times a week. I'm, I'm running every day or I'm doing some sort of exercise. But as you spoke about, there's no time for my friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, even when everyone was COVID, you guys are on the river like every week all the time. And I'm hustling. Right. I'm trying to keep my business going. I'm applying for every major loan. I'm applying for every piece of help that I can get. And that's the hard part of being an entrepreneur or a mountainpreneur in general. Like you have to make the choice of is it is it fun or is this what I need to do right now? Right. And yeah, we that's have not our choice oh, dude, every day. And we moved here for fun, right? So right. like how how do how do you like how do you justify that, yeah, right, yeah. at first? It's hard. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm sure we – I want you to talk about that, like maybe your struggles with it because I i don't struggle with it anymore. I don't have FOMO. When, when, when there's a powder day and I have shit to do, I am not on the damn mountain. If I am, I woke up at 6 or 5.30, got my skinning gear on, skinned up, took a lap, and I'm back at my office by 9 o'clock. It's like even GOAT. I, I, if you guys don't know about GOAT, get outside athletic training at Edwards. Awesome gym. Uh, but it's a it's a commitment, right? And we would go at seven thirty, get out at eight thirty, not get to the office till almost ten o'clock because I want to shower and all these things. Now we go at six. It's a pain in the ass waking up at five, but when seven fifteen rolls around and I'm done goat and I got a breakfast sandwich in my hand and I'm on my way to the office, like my day is set up, right? right. And that's the choice. It's to me, I want to speak to those simple choices. And yeah, I mean, you can talk about your struggle with it, like. How how hard is it for you to say no to a river trip? Yeah, I mean, well, it's you really know. hard too. I'm in a different position because I'm still working a restaurant job and building um, CTA. So it's like I do have that. Like, I mean, I need to get outside. I need to go ride or uh, mount or mountain bike or even play golf. It's just like that. But I'll always have that. I don't know. There's a part of me that's. I mean, I think that's just different with our priorities and who we are. I'm gonna always try and make sure I can. Have that time mm. to get a pow day in. But that's just what I want to set up. But it's like, you're right, though. It's not, I will, my business will suffer. Like, there. that's the choice, right? Of, like, I, I choose to go ride. I choose to go get on the river. Like, yeah, things won't get done that day. Unless we set up our businesses to run on their own <laughs> with systems. Correct. <laughs> so that's correct. how we set that up. But, yeah, like, I mean, again, my, I, I, I'm working two jobs, so I'm working restaurant four to six nights a week mm. um and it's hard to work late not get to sleep till one one thirty, get up and be motivated to hit hit the hill at 6 a.m right right um right. And, and get a and get a good days of work and then go back to the restaurant again so it's hard to do all of that i do struggle with that i think you just nailed it though like the mountain Mountaineer, the mountain person, they want it all. Right. Right. Oh, like, I that's totally the problem. Want it all, like man. we want it all. Like it's Kim and I, like we 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 can't fit it in. And we, we have a a new saying, uh it's not like a new saying, but we have to just remind ourselves it's like if you can't get the run in today, oh well. You know, like sometimes that happens. Like and and it's not like um we're not saying go out and have a bunch of drinks and you can't get your run in. No, it's like, okay, we have this opportunity to grow our business. We have this opportunity to make a little bit of side hustle because by no means did I stop the side hustle. I've just figured out the side hustle down to an hour or two what paid me with an eight-hour shift would at a restaurant. And that, I think, is like, you know, I say this, but the wife wouldn't agree. Is like I I don't think – she's never worked for anybody, really. Like, never. She's never been able to give someone else 100%, right? So this is – we are totally separate on this. But personally, every job I ever had 
they give you a job description, right? And they tell you an hourly rate or whatever you're going to make and you agree to it. I show up with ownership for that job. Mm. I show up like I want to be the best at that job. I want to learn everything possible. And what that set me up for was when it was my own business, it's easy for me to, to keep that hat on because I've been doing it for somebody else for forever, right? So like, it's kind of like you, I know when you show up to the restaurant, you give everything, you give it the Nick right. Yunker, right? So that's why when you get home at one, that's why when you wake up at six, you're tired because you're not just giving half-ass effort to the restaurant. And it's why eventually you have to cut back, right? Yeah. But it's like, I want sure. you to talk about why you're still at the restaurant. Oh, for sure. Yeah, well, like, well, there's gotta I, be some reasons, a, right? Yeah, yeah, I do have like, a goal. I do have a goal outside of um, just sustaining, just just income. Well, okay, sorry. It is just for income, but it's to qualify for a mortgage. Like, mm. you know, I don't make enough right now to buy a house on my own. So I'm trying to, and the goal of the, of the mortgage is to uh, build that foundation of not having to rent forever. Right, right, <laughs> I right. mean, I, I just see it as, uh, you know, we all pay, we pay rent. Rent is our monthly biggest, biggest expense every month. And I want to get rid of that or minimize it as much as I can. So if I can buy a house that I can rent out and live in, that's the, that, you know, that's the goal right there. So just trying to look at it and some of it, look at the lifestyle expenses somewhat from a business point of view of like, how do I limit the, eliminate that? And I, I see it as, I, f- I feel like that's the only way for me. <laughs> I mean, well, you kind of know you you know you've owned a condo before, and you, right. you saw the difference between your mortgage and then what you can potentially pay in rent in Vail, Colorado, or in the Valley, or wherever you know wherever you might be living in a mountain town. True, we happen to live in Vail. Um, right, but yeah, like that for me right now. If if I had to figure out how to pay rent, I couldn't do it. We could not have started these businesses and paid rent here. And cut back because I was only by the time, uh, by the time I left Rootenflower, I was working one day a week, and that one day a week, yes, it was financially some good money, but it took away from my business still the one day a week working there, right? And I, I had to cut that out, and the only way I could do that was owning our own home. And yeah, we had help. I mean, I I'm not gonna sit here and be like, oh yeah, we bought our own house on ourselves. But what yeah, I could have done, yeah. what I could have done is when I moved to Vail, Colorado. And made a ton of money in these restaurant jobs like we all do. And then we travel for two months and we leave for three months and we take the off season off or we buy a brand new snowboard every single year. We buy new gear every year. You don't need that stuff. Like, yeah, you need to travel. I'm not saying don't travel, but doesn't need to be three months. Doesn't need to be a month. When you want to set yourself up to stay here forever. Right. You got to have that Like, goal. there's a difference. If you're just here to rock it out for four years yeah, and you're going to go back to the city or wherever you came from and, and live your full-time life, hell yeah. Travel for f- nine months a year. Figure that shit out. But if you're just – if you're here and you want to be here, like what I quickly figured out is making all this money coming back broke, making all this money coming back broke was not a great cycle for me to ever afford mm-hmm. a home. Right. And then there was these struggles of like scraping by. Can I afford my ski pass? Oh, my God. And it was all my fault. Like we, the systems, the planning, right? We didn't have it in place. The moment I chose to not do those travels or maybe do less of them or, or pack them into one trip – was I, I was able to save money. Yeah. And if I would have done that from the beginning, because like not everyone has family help or, totally. or someone that, that will lend a hand. I mean, we had a co-signer. We had family help. We had everything possible to make our house happen. I'm serving. And all I had to do probably was work another four or five months, and I could have 
qualified for a mortgage, you know? I probably just needed to put in one more winter. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, and I, I could have been in such a different position than I am right now. This was back in 2014, so, like, prices were way different. Mm-hmm. 15. 2015, 16. Because yeah, then I quit, and I, I quit and became a raft guide, you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's what to, happened. I wanted to live on the river. I wanted to live on the river. Oh, man. That's crazy. I but mean, also, great decision, like, but... You know, that's, you know when you were working mm-hmm. at Matsuhisu, I was still in the bar industry quite a few nights. Mm-hmm. Quite a few nights, but what... You were still cranking. What, what did you ever... Did you ever see me out anymore at the George? Did oh, you right. ever see me out of Vendettas anymore? Right. No. No. Those choices right there. Like, as much as we might get a hookup, whatever it is, that's still a couple bucks every single night you're dropping. You're dropping. Also, you're taking away True. from that sleep. Yeah, that's the key. So, like, we make these bad choices. It's so much fun. You want to party with the bros, the girls, everybody, and then you wake up more and then you're going to hit the powder line. And when the hell are you going to tend to your business? Or even, like, even if your business is snowboarding, like, you're not even going to ride that well. Correct. Like, you're not going to ride as well as you could if you got some sleep. I mean, it's the truth. Exactly. Don't, you might feel don't like get it. get me wrong. I love the party, too. I mean, but... I yeah, I'm not here preaching. Like I, I have my fair share of indulgences. Yeah, you went through all that. Yeah, and I still do. You know, I'm not gonna not have a beverage. Like I was at Rune Flower again last night, having quite a few glasses of different things, and I enjoyed myself. But I was not hammered. I was at my house by eight forty-five, and in bed by nine thirty on a Saturday night. I think Kim had to convince me to watch another episode of Vikings because <laughs> it was like nine thirty on Saturday, right? Like, woo, we're we're partying, you know, like. <laughs> But those are all choices. But you know? it's not lame, like at all, because no. you have everything else that you're working towards, and those no. choices are working towards that. Right, and they're rolling. They're it's rolling. like you know, uh, we'll we'll talk to some people on the show, but we, you know, John Mark. Yeah, like th- I want to know. I still do. I dude. do another podcast with him. Check it out. Get the Go Podcast. Great podcast. Right, but John um, Mark Selig, man, that's amazing. He's yeah, and Laura. Dude, we don't even have families. Yeah, they have kids. Yeah, we don't have. Yeah, they have a kid. We don't. Yeah, we don't have kids. It's, do, yeah. you, do you see any shortage of adventure out of those No, people? man. Every right? weekend like, they're out. So like if, if you want to figure it out, like I look to people in this in the valley. For, first off, I, I live here, right? I've always looked to people that um, I can uh, uh, aspire to be like. You know, when I first moved here, Scotty Stoughton was like, I was like, who is this guy? You know, he's creating all this stuff. I want to like, I want to be part of stuff. I want to be part of things. Like, well, you know, you'll talk about the five, the closest people you hang out with, right? right? Like. I want to be that. more like that guy or or not necessarily even like him. I want a little bit more of his lifestyle or or how do I get there? How do I be a John Mark Selig owning a successful business with my wife and a kid and on the river and riding my mountain bike and creating cool films, crushing cool goals? Like yeah. it doesn't just have to be one person. Like I aspired like to be a little bit like all of these really badass people from the valley. And one thing I can say about all of them is their choice, right? Like yeah. I'm sure John Mark is not out booze bagging it up. When he's got to be at goat every day for a six o'clock class in the morning. Yeah, I'm sure Scotty Stoughton is not. You know, after the band stops playing, he's not up all night eating acid, staying up to see the sunrise to keep his festival going the next day. Right. So it's like, and I, I'm sure if you ask them, they indulge once in a while, right? Like, so how do you be more like those guys? And that to me is that's always a question. It's like you find someone, whether it's yoga, whether it's photography, true, uh, whether it's your dog, like how, you know, you're watching someone with their dog and they're having, or, or someone even in a relationship, you're in a restaurant, you're like, wow, like that couple really communicates really well. Like, yeah. aspire to be like everything that gives you a little bit of awe, right? And make like one little small step. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, again, that's kind of the selfish reason we're making this podcast, right? Because what you touched on is, I, I forget who made the quote. I should bring that up, but. Uh, you're you're the sum of the five closest people you spend your t- 
time with, mm. um, which is an, an interesting exercise. Like, look who look through your phone right now. Who who are the five top people you're texting? You know, mm. who are the first five people in, in your text. Like, who are you communicating with? Who are you around? Because then you're you're the sum of those people. Like, that's their ideas go off or play off of you. You you yeah, play off real, that. Right? Yeah, you play off that vibe. So. I mean, shoot! If I was talk- texting John Mark Selig every day, <laughs> or you know, like I'm, I'm sure my my mindset, my mind, my energy is at a different place than if I'm hanging with the boys doing, you know, staying up, going to the bar. What are we gonna uh, do? Yeah, uh, for sure. So my dad always said the birds of the feather flock together, right? Yeah, like, there you it's go. It's kind of a funny saying, but it's true. It, it just is, you know. That I, I, you say the top five people. I can't I think even. That's what it is. Top yeah, five no, I, I can't even think, I think of so. five people that I like. I think I actively communicate with, but if I dial it down, it's people I exercise with. Yeah, I, I mean, li- for me, like literally, the, like I pull up my phone. We got a running group. There's probably five people on that. I bet that's like the most I text ever in my life. <laughs> you know, it's just the reality, and yeah. I, you know, I, I, I don't often think that makes a great friend. Really, right? Like I can't always be there to be your best friend, but. If you want to exercise with me, we can hang out. Or if you want to talk business, we can hang out. And that's my hopes. Like I'm out of the restaurant. Like that's that. I got one thing checked off. Um, I feel like I'm an operator of my business. I want to be the owner of my business. That's like my next check, right? And then I really, I don't want to wait forever to like have my friend time, my family time. Like you, that's shit you miss out on too. Like as much as I can say what I'm doing is working, I, I know for a fact other areas of my life are lagging. Right. Right. And so that's that's the hopes for me is how do we balance the whole? Not just like, oh, I'm really good at my business, right? Like, oh yeah, it looks really cool from the outside. Everyone thinks it's successful. Well, what if my marriage was failing on the backside? Or what if my health was failing on the backside? Yeah, or what point. if my, my niece hated me? Like you could be the richest person in the world. They often say, What do your kids think about you? Yeah. You know, like if that's they don't say point. anything good about you, oh, that's good a great luck. Um, I just had an idea that left my left my mind. But yeah, I mean that's um, you know we we kind of want to keep your attention for this first episode, and obviously you you can hear it. There's not much of a plan right now. Like, <laughs> yeah, like the idea oh, is literally God. just to get in the conversation, and and we'll we'll hone it in a lot more. But we want to, we just want to again have this talk because we know we're not the only ones dealing with it. We're no not the only ones going through it. We're no not the only ones who want to own their own business. Right. But can't quite like take that next step, the leap. How do how do we get there? So like, yeah, if we can help a little bit or we can just have a conversation that, you know, one or two things might pop up for you or me or or someone listening, like that's really what we want to focus on. And, uh, you know, we, we kind of you, you touched on a couple of things today. Like, yeah, for sure. We want to talk about, you know, creating systems for your business. Um, I, I can tell you that's a step that I'm on right now. That's exponentially. It's, it's helping with growth. It's helping with hiring. It's helping get the thoughts out of my head on paper. But that's like four or five steps in. What did, we, what did I say? Four years? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm getting systems in the fourth year. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, come on. Like, so, yeah, there's so much more to talk about. So I guess like, you know, keep tuning in. Keep listening. Um if you have ideas, you know, this will be out there. Send them our way. Like, we'll entertain yeah, a conversation. Yeah, a great you know? point. We would love to hear from listeners. Leave some comments. Definitely leave us a review, but also topics you want to hear talk about or people that you think should be on the podcast. Correct, correct. Shoot and we are focusing and, you know, on the mountainpreneur. Yeah. Nothing against Denver, nothing against Boulder. Uh, it's a little bit different doing business there. It's a little bit different. Yeah. It, yeah. We want to we talk about the struggles, uh, the the successes 
of the mountain panor. Right. You know, that mountain person who is trying to be an entrepreneur and truly an entrepreneur, not a freelancer. You know, how how do we how do we get to be entrepreneurs in, in, right, a, in a mountain town? Yeah, I don't even think I call myself an entrepreneur yet. I still like borderline said, don't think I am, yesterday. you know. Like I, I'm getting there. <laughs> like I still think I'm an operator. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't even know what I mean, how do you even define an entrepreneur? Like it's I guess you're someone that started not necessarily a new idea, but you just started something fresh, right? You're creating the business. If you bought you know? another business, are you an entrepreneur? I think so. I mean, okay. you know, like I, I've definitely bought a, a couple of business. So you're just trying to do yeah. something on your own. Yeah, like, but doing it on your own with a team, right? Like, like you said, if if yeah. what do you get? You get hit by a bus tomorrow. Is your team going to be able to yeah. to make your business happen? Yeah, yeah, it's the truth. Yeah, I'm very thankful I got partners. So yeah, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, we look forward to just talking more getting yeah. to hang out with our friends mm-hmm. um, hopefully hearing from all of you guys and yeah keep figuring out how to make it in the mountain town whether you're an entrepreneur you want to work in the restaurant to be a manager you want to work real estate whatever it is your dream can happen you do not have to leave your mountain town keep making the hard choice that's every right. day that's um, right yeah oh, and I'll leave you guys with a quote another quote I heard I'm just a quote guy over here. <laughs> um, let me see, make sure I get this right. Hard choice, easy life. Easy choice, hard life. Ooh, I like it. I like it. Drop the bomb right there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you next episode. Thanks Absolutely. for tuning in. Have a great, Much a great day, guys.